Conference playoffs as the number seven seed, where they'll meet the number two seed Boston Celtics in a best of seven first round series beginning on Sunday in Boston. 115 108 the final. Beverly's got it. He'll dribble it out of the corner. The horn will sound. And for just the second time in the last 18 years, the Timberwolves are headed to the postseason. Patrick Beverly up on the scorer's table. They are pumped up and win this one going away 109 104. High fly ball, right field, that's got carry to it, back at the wall, and it's gone! A two-run jack for Jimmy, and it's 14-9 Sooners! Ten days to the spring game. Just remind y'all, in case any of you forgot, have amnesia. Uh, good morning, everybody. Hour three, T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday, April 13. Toby and TJ back with you. Brought to you again today by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. XOE. Got a little bit of everything, and their brands are best in class at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Under one roof, you can buy a zero-turn mower to cut your grass, a tractor and a loader and brush hog to work your land, a four-wheeler, side-by-side, or UTV to take you hunting, fishing, or TJ just plain having fun. And if you want to get away from it all, you can purchase a new travel trailer or rent a motorhome there. You can do it all at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. I hope on tomorrow morning's show, TJ, I can tell you about my bad boy. Just talk about yourself? Is that what you mean? That's exactly right. Yeah. Do you know what it's time for, TJ? I don't know what day of the <laughs> week it is. Yeah. I don't know. Is it Monday? I don't know. I don't know. Is it Tuesday? I don't know. Maybe Sunday, I don't know. Every day feels the same. Every day feels the same. I think it's Thursday. Shut your mouth. It all feels the same. It all feels the same. I don't know what to do. So I'll just eat some snacks, get real fat, and stay in my room. There you go. It's the, time the for the great on thing this about date. that song is a lot of those voices that they're doing there sound like the voices in my head that I communicate with. Really? Interesting. I don't know. Maybe they'll be a part of your uh, the next dream. dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, it's time for on this date. TJ with twenty three and two record on the year. Um, you got both regulation missed both bonus yesterday. All right, today you got three regulation, one bonus question. And again, uh, TJ's got it within three years to get it correct. So here we go, TJ. The first two are from the world of sports. On this date, April 13th of what year, 
did Pete Rose get his first major league hit? The hit king ended up with 4,256 in his career, the most ever. Hit number one came on this date, April 13 of what year? I would say, I would guess early 60s. You remember yeah. Pete Rose, uh-huh. right, TJ? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out where I want to place him there. I'm going to guess around By the way, Pete's 60, got a side bet on whether you get this right or not. 61 to 63, somewhere in there. So I'll I'll go 62 since I'm feeling comfortable with that window. I'll go 62 final answer, 1962 final answer. Holy mackerel! 1963, TJ, excellent right. start yes. by you. Yes. Hit number one I like the that better than yesterday's. career of Pete Rose came in 1963. All right, let's keep it going. Let's go to golf. Wow. Just <laughs> that. Golf. Jack Not even Nicholas a real sport. With those goofy pants. 18th and final major at age 46 on this date, April 13th, at what year? It was at the Masters. One shot win over Greg Norman and Tom Kite. Jack Nicholas's 18th and final major victory. I shouldn't say final. We don't know. Maybe he's still got another one in him, TJ. But as of now, it's his last. On this date, what year? Hmm. This is the famous Vern Lundquist call, by the way, where he goes, maybe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm pretty sure that would have been. He didn't. It wasn't in the '90s. I know. I'll say 1989. Final answer. Yeah. 1986. Oh. I almost missed that one. I almost, yeah! I, almost, I almost just went with 90 to for my window there. You Ooh. got it, Teach. That's a it. correct answer. I got Way a go. golf question right. Way to go. Way to go. Okay, final regulation OTD today on this date, April 13. What year? This one, you might be able to tie in some movie knowledge here. We'll see. I'm not sure. On this date, what year? Did Apollo 13 astronauts say, Houston, we have a problem? A phrase now that we all use in society for all kinds of reasons. Houston, we have a problem. It came because of that Apollo 13 mission that they ended up making the movie about with with, uh, 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 Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, Kevin Bacon. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, what? Oh, you guys. We're, uh, we're not looking for the uh, movie. We're like, looking for the actual occurrence, TJ. It happened on this date of what year? Well, Houston, you gave me some uh, space travel stuff earlier this week or last week that was in the middle 60s, I think. And it, I think it would have happened after that. Well, it would have ha- definitely happened after that. I want to say that was part of the 60s 
I'll go Houston. We have a problem. 1970. I'll say 74. Get in the middle part of the decade. I, I honestly don't know. Maybe I should, but uh, 74 final answer. Coach K ah. takes an L. Dang it. 1970. Oh, gummit. Apollo 13. Houston, we have a problem. Uh, you were outside the three-year window there, TJ, yeah. so that counts as a miss. And that drops your overall record on the year to 25 now and three. But that's the worst record I ever had in birthdays. An opportunity to get that miss right back here, TJ, with today's bonus OTD. Um, did you like it in Jeopardy, TJ, when once in a while they would have like a uh, a visual clue? Oh, or sure. A, a guest that pops up and says the, uh, yeah. Sometimes they would have a visual clue. Sometimes they would have a musical clue or whatever the case may be. That was always a little extra fun, wasn't sure. it? Sure. Uh, all right. Well, that's what we've got for you today on your bonus OTD, TJ. Uh, take a listen to this. Most people know this is the theme music from the National League Central standings, TJ. <laughs> but it is also known as Handel's Messiah. Very famous musical piece in history. It was first performed on this date. What year? Gosh. April 13th of what year was Handel's Messiah first performed? Got no idea. Um, that just seems like a 1984 kind of thing, something that uh, uh, Madonna might have been involved with. Let's go 84. Final answer. It's kind of lack of effort on my part. I've got no idea. No, please, no. Shut up. Please, everyone, be quiet. Be quiet. 1984? I don't, I, I'm just throwing out a number. Very uh, little lack of effort on my part because uh, I have no clue, honestly. I don't even know where to place it. You might have missed that uh, by about, more than you missed by, uh, the birthday 100 or 200 Jesus years. Christ. Yeah, maybe off by 100 or 200 years. I don't know. I just don't even know where to place it, so I don't know. 1742. Okay, well, was I was going to go 1850, and then I got silly and said 84. So I still would have been 100 years off plus. <laughs> so that would be incorrect, TJ. Yes, that's You were not within the three-year window there on Handel's Messiah. So uh, let's see, a two-in-one day. You did not get the bonus. Your record now at the end of the day, 25-3 and three on the year. You did good on the sports questions today, though. That's good. Hey, how about that? that? How about that little uh, fence pole we put out there yesterday, by the way? A lot of people that I had no clue were experts on fence. Like, I've never had a discussion or anything with anyone on fencing. Like, I never have sat around 
Like the guy called the other day because we had the fence tore up from the storm last year, and he said, hey, we're coming to put in the fence, and we talked for a minute, and then I let my neighbors know because it connected to both their yards, and they had dogs, hey, they're going to be coming and putting up the fence, they're replacing it from the storm. That's the only discussion I've ever had, but other people are like, well, I've always been told this, and I was told this, and if you want a secure yard, you don't want them being able to climb over <laughs> into you. I'm like, who knows all this what about guy? fence? One guy got really snotty about it. Yes. Too. He was like, learn the difference between a stockade fence and a privacy <laughs> fence. I did see that one, yeah. <laughs> okay, buddy. So I had no clue these discussions were going on or life lessons from fathers and grandfathers about fencing. Like, I've never had these discussions with anyone, ever. The show's four. That's why we're here. Yeah. Uh, true story. On my way to Amarillo yesterday, a PA guy for a. a Big 12 school, not in the state of Oklahoma, reached out to me and said, hey, I saw your thing on Twitter. Are you looking to put up a fence? I know a guy in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to sell me a fence. He works for Van Hoos Fence Company, yeah. So the question was, if you put up a stockade fence, where should the – I think I said piles and everybody – uh Understood it anyway. It should be poles. Right, poles. Poles be. Uh, should the panels be facing in or out? Closer than I thought. I thought. I thought almost everyone should would say the panels should be facing out. I thought that was just the understood way that fences were put up was with the poles on the inside and the panels facing out. Right. Fifty-seven percent agreed with that. Fifty-seven percent say the panels should be facing out. Forty-three percent say the panel should be facing in. Way closer than I, I thought that would be like 90-10 kind of thing. And uh, some of the responses, you're right, were uh, very passionate. Passionate. Um, one says it depends on how much you like your neighbors. Uh, if the panel is facing a neighbor and I'm paying for it, I get the good side. <laughs> Which I don't even know what that means. I think they mean the good side is the flat side, the flat which side. I would yeah. I would argue I like the other side better. Um, I had never thought of the security issue in my life about a fence that people climbing it if from it the was outside? if you had the flat side on your side, then it's easier for them. To is climb there a lot of fence yard. climbing going on out there? Is that an issue? Well, absolutely. When people break into your yard, they jump the fence and stuff, or break into your home, I should say, they jump the fence and stuff a lot of times. I mean, a lot of times, yeah, you know, but, you can go through the gate, but a lot of people lock their gates, so they jump the fence. But I had never thought of it before until someone said, and I said, well, that's dumb of me. I should have thought about that in my life. Uh, Sandra said, this is tricky. Depends on who sees it. If not visible for curb appeal, keep the smooth panel pretty side for yourself. If not, panels should be facing out. Uh, nice side out along the street, nice side in along your backyard, said one guy. So he's got it both ways. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, one of those things that you never knew people disagreed on in the world. You just thought everybody, I thought everybody knew that there is one way to put up a fence, right? We all agree there's one way to put up a fence. <laughs> That's where you made the mistake. No one agrees and on anything in this, no, this world. No, <laughs> this is a blue state, red state situation. Well, if you're there. a true Republican, you've got that <laughs> fence facing out. <laughs> Keep those bums out of your yard. Don't have to shoot them then. 
I took a quick walk after the show yesterday, and I was ultra-focused on the fences. And I would say 80% of the houses around me have the panels facing out. Right. But there are some that don't. So, uh, anyway, there you go. You're, uh, you're not Democrats, panels in, they're more welcoming, letting people into their yard. So, I mean, it goes both ways. <laughs> Please don't do that to us. You're going to start getting text messages now. I give them a step stool into my yard just so I can shoot them. I got a shotgun waiting for them on the other side. All right, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. What's going on? Slow pitch. Slow pitch baseball. Froze up on me. That right there was uh, Squire's second <laughs> two-run homer of the game. So, did not play for some reason. I don't know. I don't know why. So, my apologies for that. Hey, can we do something real quick before I read text? Yeah. All right, I'm going to invite someone in here. Really? Yeah. Hold on. Going old school uh, TJ's B-Days theme music here. Wow. Today's somebody's birthday? Is it ever? Wait for it. I love this part. Doc B joins us. It is Doc B's birthday wow. today. Happy birthday, Doc. Happy hey, birthday, guys. Doc. Hey, guys. Happy birthday. What's up, Doc? You ain't got the win last night. Help make a, hap- a birthday a happy birthday for you. You're going to need the wind's help to blow out all those huh? candles today, Doc. <laughs> you can be a fire hazard at 65. <laughs> fire hazard, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Doc, you got any big plans for your birthday today? I hope we go baseball tomorrow night. Okay. Well, we'll all celebrate with you tomorrow night. Hey, folks, if you're at the birth, if you're at the ball games this weekend, make sure you tell Doc happy birthday. Hey, thanks, guys. All right, see you, <laughs> see you Doc. Take care. <laughs> By the way. The picture of him and the new shoes <laughs> yes, it's awesome. is one of the greatest pictures of all time. I think Greg Tipton took that. He looks like it, it looks like it's a professional photograph. <laughs> it's got the Cincinnati Reds jacket on and hat, the sweatpants, and he's pointing at his shoes. Unbelievable photograph of Doc B. Like I think if you put that up in visiting clubhouses it would intimidate them absolutely no it's a it's an awesome pick i was uh, underneath it the caption this guy will be roaming the concourse <laughs> Look out for, him. for the entirety of this series hey doc b's birthday today huh that's right that's right i asked him how he was feeling he said older so i couldn't even guess how old doc is I think uh, venture, I guess. 21. I think he turns 21 All today. Right. Yeah. Very good. 
Thank you, by the way. Let me give proper credit here. You know, I mentioned Moro Ojimo has five O's in his name. Uh, CBD Sniper uh, says Obo Okoronkwo has six O's in his name. So thank you very much, CBD yeah, no, Sniper. Yeah, I was going to say, we got that on the text line, yeah, talking about Obo. So. Much preach. Uh, what else you got back there, Teach? Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. Need to stop talking about fences or it will creepy, uh, creep into TJ's dream tonight. He can't get over the fence to take Michelle Tafoya to the mall because the post side is facing out. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle Tafoya, huh? <laughs> what has your wife said anything about this? Was she listening to this morning? I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, she might be about being she in might bed be listening with now. Woman? By the way, uh, Katie, I was married to you and maybe living a double life, engaged to Michelle Tafoya, and we owned a Mazda Miata. I'm guessing because Meemaw had one in Young Sheldon. So um, I, I don't know that it was me that was engaged to Michelle Tafoya. I just at I, one I, point, I can't Katie, he that. was in bed with Michelle Tafoya. <laughs> Just sleeping. <laughs> that was a part of the dream last night, verify. Katie. There was nothing going on. You need to ask some questions, Katie. <laughs> I think in the dream, in actuality, I was with Bob Stoops more than Sorry, I was Bob. even with Michelle Tafoya. So. Uh, this person's mad at the people griping over ESPN+. Plus. Don't uh, People just feel the need to gripe. I was grateful just to be able to watch the game. What a great attitude. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You pay money for things. But I think that was kind of a bonus broadcast. They were just trying to put some visuals up there last night. So, Mrs. Johnny Baseball says the uh, Burn Bums and a few of the team parents are putting together an egg hunt on Saturday during yeah. the 11 a.m. Pacific game. There will be plenty of eggs to go around, so come enjoy some baseball. Have your kiddos bring their baskets. There are four golden prize eggs that will win you tickets to an upcoming game. Nice. Now, can I clarify something? Okay. That game is actually 11 o'clock Central Time, but it is against Pacific. So you said that 11 o'clock Pacific game. I don't want people showing up at 1 o'clock. Sorry. Yeah, 11 a.m. Central. TJ said it was 11 o'clock Pacific. This is going to be very confusing. We're not talking about the time zone here, people. We're talking about the university. Is an 11 a.m. Central Time game against Pacific. Very confusing. Very confusing. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. If I had TJ's type of money, I'd go finish on both sides with my fence. You could do that. You can't do that. Excellent point. Uh, T-Row, your neighbor mowed your yard because he knows you stole his pocket knife. He had it laid out in the road while building his fence so he didn't have to see your new ice maker. Uh, Hilarious. Uh, this person says, your game sucks. Come up with something else. Stick it in your ear. Yeah, they don't like, like uh, they game. don't like on this day. I like that game. Uh, listen to another station, dude. The dude. <laughs> what else you got for me? Uh, last one here from the Home Run Tracker says, please. if families don't talk about things outside the family, then why is start talking about it? Good point. good point. Good point. I don't know. I'm just a fan of any unrest in Texasville, you know? 
any kind of uh, sidewaysness gives me joy. So uh, Sark being mad at one of his players and banning him from the media, well, I'm all down for that. Well, I'm all down for that, but I'm on the player's side here. Like, he's acting like that player did something wrong by calling out teammates that are doing things wrong because he wants to keep it hid. Um, it's exactly the type of move that Lincoln Riley would have done and Brent Venables wouldn't do. Brent Venables would say, that player's exactly right. We're going to get the riffraff out of here. You want to be here? Okay? You're going to commit? Okay? You're not going to be doing wrong things off the field? Okay? We're going to do it right. Okay? That's how Brent would handle it. Good. Lincoln would have handled That's it good. the other way. Yeah. That's a good thing. Good thing. I'm not going to apologize for having a moral compass. So Sarkeesian's in the wrong here, That's in good. my opinion. That's a good thing. I don't care who's in the wrong. I just want oh, there no, to be unrest. Oh, no, I'm with unrest. you on that. Yes, yes. I want, to, I want there to be... Uh... Sark's answer, though, is why your program sucks, Texas, and continues to. Good. That's a good thing. Good. That's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> you play that too much. You're going to wear it out. I'm not the one playing it. <laughs> Mr. Buttons over there. You're going to get me in trouble with Brent Venables at some point because he's going to be listening to the show. Man, I think we're making fun just of think him he's only, you know, he's only been around, what, five months? And how many drops you already have from him in just a short period of time? Can you imagine once the season actually gets here? He is still... Way behind. Da 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 da. Let's hear Bob Stoops' song real fast. What do you think? Uh, let's play this one. I think this should take us to break, TJ. What do you think? That's fine. That's fine. Da 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 da. Tis the season to be jolly. Da 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 da. Don't we now our gay apparel? Da 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 da. From the ancient youth. The guy you were hanging out with last night. Da 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 da. Maybe gay engaged to him tonight after this. Alright, we'll be back. Da 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 da. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Brett Squires, two home runs tonight. A five-hit game. Were you upset you didn't get a shot at a six-hit there when they hit you? (laughs) No, I I had two strikes. I was just happy to get on at that point. How good did that feel tonight to uh, get the bat going again? Oh, it was awesome, you know, being out for a little while and getting a chance to, to get in there and just put the barrel on the ball. It was a great feeling. Tell me about the two home run at-bats. Uh, well, the first one just tried to challenge me first pitch with a fastball, and luckily I was ready to hit and was on time and put it up into that jet stream, and it went out. And same thing with the second one. He, he hung a slider, and I just stayed on it and lifted it up in the air, and it carried. Did it feel extra good to hit one off a lefty? Definitely. Those are my favorite. Uh, how frustrating was the last month or so for you? Uh, you know, it wasn't too bad. It was more just anxious because I was just so ready to get back and, you know, being able to play with my with my teammates. But not frustrating because we were winning and we were playing good, and that's all that really matters. 
I guess the fingers. Okay, I guess you've officially declared that tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely feeling better. We're we're still trying to get some swelling down, but it's feeling a lot better. Way to go, man. Way to go. Thank you. Thank you. Big night for Brett Squires last night. Two of the Sooners' five home runs in a fourteen to nine win over Texas Tech. Big time win for Oklahoma. They have the non-conference weekend. Here's the here's the drama this weekend, TJ. You look at the schedule and you say, ah. Pacific. Hey, save the drama for your mama. I don't want to go out to Mitchell Park. It's Pacific and Lamar. Here's the drama, okay? You can't lose these games. No. Got to take like, advantage the, of what you've done. There's the pressure. Uh, I think Pacific's RPI is in the 200s, and Lamar is deep in the 100s. So these are games you absolutely have to take care of. Teams you should beat. And got to beat them. Now, I think Lamar's better than Pacific, but that's the pre- – You, it's not like, you know, you win two out of three on a Big 12 weekend and you you need to be happy. They need to go 3-0 and uh, this week. Really, they need to go 4-0 and on this homestand. They got Wichita State coming up on Tuesday. So, e- much easier stretch over the next two, two and a half weeks or so. But you can't let down. You got you got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. They're at 19 wins right now. They got a chance to be bumping right up against 30 by the time they go down to Fort Worth for that TCU series. Uh, by the way, Tennessee suffered their second loss of the year last night. What what Tennessee is doing in college baseball this year is pretty close to being as impressive as what OU is doing in college softball this year. They're now thirty-one and two after last night's loss. Yeah, it, that's that's unfathomable for me. That's 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 maybe even bigger than what softball is in doing. the it's SEC. Just, like you can't imagine a team being that dominant and that good and having that type of record in college baseball at that level. Last night snapped a twenty-three game winning streak. Just ridiculous. They, uh, Tennessee Tech, by the way, beat them three to two. I am looking forward to today, TJ, because I have not yet, because of schedule and OU games and everything, gotten to watch the Reds play. And today they have an 11:35 game, and I'm I'm home today, so I'm looking forward to if I can keep my eyes open. I, I was about that's to say problem. I predict maybe you see the first pitch, and then after that you have a nice three hour. Nap. I need to I need to squeeze in a pregame nap so that I can be up and watch the Reds today. And Nick Lodolo is making his major league debut today. Uh, remember Nick Lodolo from TCU? Mm-hmm. Big left-hander. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was the Reds' first-round draft pick two or three years ago. And he gets the start today. Uh, so that'll be fun. How about the uh, kid of your owner or whatever uh, smarting off to the Cincinnati Red fans? I thought it was our owner. Was it the was owner? It the son of our owner? I thought it was the son. It may have been the owner. One of the two. Uh, one of them. Yeah, don't tell them, uh, what, you don't like it? What are you going to do? Where are you going to go? We're the Cincinnati Reds. You're not going anywhere. Yeah, he. so the Reds fans are not happy that the Reds uh, traded away all their best players. I don't have a huge problem with it because I get what they're doing. I mean, they're, you know, they made a run out at the last couple of years. Now they're trying to restock and, and they're getting a lot of, of young talent in. So that 
when you've got a mid-major, or not a mid-major, but a middle market team like that, it's maybe even small market team, I'm not sure where Cincinnati fits in, you kind of got to do that. You can't be the Dodgers and just go buy everybody you want. So I'm not too upset. I, I like the idea of them, you know, starting over with younger guys, except for Votto. They can't. They trade Votto, and I will walk to Cincinnati and yell at someone. But, yeah, he basically said, I think it was on radio, um, you know, shut up and cheer for the team, you know. So yeah, he had to apologize. See where you get it from now. Jeez, what's that sound? Sounds like you got a dream machine going or something. My, I think maybe my wife's got the blender going. I'm not sure exactly what that is. <laughs> okay, quickly, NBA draft odds, TJ. Now that the season is over, now this isn't going to happen for over a month. May seventeenth is the. Uh, NBA draft lottery. But the Thunder finished with the fourth worst record, which means they have a 29%, 29.3% to be exact chance at getting the number one pick. They've got a 48% chance of having a top four pick. They also are rooting against the Clippers. If the Clippers lose on Friday, to either the Spurs or Pelicans, they get another lottery pick. Now, it'll be way down there with a small, small chance at being top four. Uh, probably will end up being 12, but it would you know, be more, dra- more trade capital potentially. So go whoever plays the Clippers. Uh, the best chance belongs to... Who has it belonged to? Uh, the Rockets and Ma- Rockets, Magic and Pistons all have a fifty-two percent chance at the top pick, or a top four pick, I should say. Thunder right after them, so they got they had really, really bad luck last year in the lottery. So hopefully they're due. Maybe they're due. Yeah. Is there a is the guy from Auburn regarded as the? Number one pick, or I is think it the so. big I'm, dude I'm, from Gonzaga? Uh, the Gonzaga guy is up there. He's definitely one of the top four or five picks. I don't really like him a lot. I don't think he's going to I pan see, out. I see Sean Bradley. Yeah, it's Sean Bradley running around on the court. Uh, like I he, love the Auburn guy. He did not impress me in the tournament at all. So Jabari Smith. I'll tell you who else I like, and I don't know. I haven't looked at a mock. I don't know where he's projected. I love Jaden Ivey at Purdue. Now he's he's, he's a one of those that's projected up there pretty well. So the ban- I know the Duke guy is uh, Bancaro, supposed to be way up there too. But I don't know if I had number one. I think of of the guys. I mean, I saw him in person, so I'm a little biased. But Jabari Smith at Auburn is really good, man. Really good. Eight forty six. Chris Plank joins us to wrap up a Wednesday next. It's the Plank Show with Chris Plank and Josh Helmer. Weekdays from 9 a.m. till noon on your home for Sooner fans, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Final segment on a Wednesday. Chris Plank joins us now. It is the crossover brought to you by the Cleveland County Family YMCA. Hey, Plank. What's up, man? Kobe. 
Way to get that dub last night. How fun was that? that? How about that win? That's a good one. Did you get a chance to uh, talk about the fact that I was texting T.J. Perry at 5.30 this morning? I did mention that. I said, I'm worried about both of you. This fool drove home last night instead of getting a hotel, (laughs) and you're texting me at 5-something in the morning uh, doing an XM show. You're both going to die on me, and I'm going to be left without guys in the morning. It's uh, the standard. Um, Best is the standard, T.J. And, uh, you know, that's what we're trying to live up to. I'm cracking up the idea... I've, I've cracked up the idea, Toby, that the standard would be death. Listen, if you don't die, uh, what you're... <laughs> hey, by the way, we got to call off the air. Tennessee and Tennessee Tech used wood bats last night. Shut up. Yeah. Really? And I looked it up, and it's right, but I can't find uh, an article no on wonder why. Tennessee lost. Yeah, they that's what uh, their fans are not happy. Their fans here. are not happy about it. They're blowing up on Twitter like, maybe we shouldn't have used wood bats. So not sure what the reasoning wow. was behind that. They thought, uh, the call we got, thought that they had kind of smarted off that they could still score runs even with wood bats, so both teams agreed to use wood bats. <laughs> no. No. But they definitely used oh. wood bats. It was even in the breakdown of 9,000 expected tonight, wood bats will be used. Some sort of promotion, right? Some sort of promotion. Yeah, I mean, that <laughs> is kind of a cool thing uh, to say, hey, you know, it's a, it's a way to get people to the ballpark to see something different, I guess. Right. Uh, Let's see does... teams score less runs. That'll get them out. Well, okay, I'll circle back to that in a second. There was already a lot of talk out there about Tennessee using hot bats. Hot bats. Remember the whole yes. Vanderbilt thing, and they had a bat thrown out and a home run taken off the board? This certainly does not help those accusations. The one night they can't use their bats, they score two runs and get beat by Tennessee Tech. But hmm. Skip has long said, that if you want to speed up college baseball, go to wood bats. It's like we will play lower scoring games and they will go faster and kids will be more prepared for pro baseball. That's true. All that's true. Would go to bo- wood bats. It's always been an expense thing because you break more wood bats, so you have to buy more. But, I mean, that, there is probably something to that. Huh. Is it something that you think could ever happen? I don't know if the – I mean, I think there would be massive pushback from the bat manufacturers. Too. Absolutely. Because they're making a killing, I'm sure. I don't know if that matters or not, but, um, yeah, that would be – The other question is, like, how many wooden bats are made a year? Like, are there enough to outfit every college baseball team in America? I don't know the answer to that. Maybe. I just don't know. We we just assume wooden bats are always around because like that's what the major league baseball sure. players always have them. But then what does the inventory look like when suddenly, oh, all of college as well too is going to use right. it? But it? Have you gone to the Louisville the Slugger Museum? No, I have not. In Louisville? Not. Always been a once. Always been a once. But I don't even played, think I've been to Louisville. We played a regional there Pete's final year. And uh-huh. one of the things we did is go to that museum. And it it takes you in the entire process of how a wood bat is made. It's crazy how complicated that is and how long it takes, you know. So I, I'm, it's probably stupid. They probably got piles of them laying all over the country. I don't know, but I doubt they go to it. But it's a good point he brings up. That is fascinating that Tennessee played a game that way last night. Hey, how's, 
How's that park? That you're really at, cool. In Amarillo. Yeah, there, I would say it's comparable like it. to Tulsa, uh, size-wise, and a lot of things about it are comparable. It's got a short left fence in right field, kind of like Tulsa does, that you could go flipping over. Um, it's yeah, it's nice. It's intimate. Seats about seven thousand, but they did a really good job on it. So. Uh, I, I like it. I like it a lot. I think as long as Skip and Tim are the coaches, they're going to keep this game going because oh, cool. I mean they've packed it out two straight years now. I mean it's been standing room only seven thousand plus two straight years. So cool. I don't know that it's going anywhere, especially since now OU won a game. You know, if they kept <laughs> going out there and Tech won every year, maybe there'd be some. Yeah, this is it's only an hour and a half for them and it's four hours for us kind of thing. But it's one to one now, so I don't see any reason that it won't continue. You're a grinder. I mean, we're on maybe maybe two and a half hours sleep, three tops. Look hey TJ, who's talking to me right now? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> who's on the I, other I end of the line right now? <laughs> I don't know this person. I, I slept a little bit, but that's that's, hey man, great job today. Couldn't Everyone tell it. out Couldn't there, tell other than you, Chris, I need I do need to uh, do some coordinating with you. Everyone out there, I am going to be taking a nap today. <laughs> so let's keep the phone calls and text messages to a minimum. I'm, I'm glad I remembered about those spots then last break, so I didn't yeah, have to call you, you in an hour to get through to cut those. Appreciate. Chris, have a great show today. And are you traveling right, today? Tommy. I am. I'm leaving after the show today. Absolutely. All right. Be safe getting down to Austin and find some good food down there for yourself let's go can't wait chris plank josh helmer coming up next thanks to you fine folks for joining us today tune in at 6 a.m tomorrow morning to see what sideline reporter tj dreams about tonight have a great wednesday everybody